Welcome to the Spiritual Outliers podcast, where we explore the uncharted territories of spirituality and self-discovery. In a world where conformity seems to be the norm, we aim to shine a light on the unique and diverse experiences of those who have found their own path to healing and self-awareness. Join me as we delve into the mysteries of the universe, share stories of personal growth, and interview spiritual outliers who have forged their own way to a deeper understanding of themselves and the world around them. Whether you're a seasoned spiritual seeker or just beginning your journey, this podcast is for earthbound misfits who are curious about the limitless possibilities of the human spirit. Welcome back, spiritual outliers. I am so happy that you're here with me today. I have seen lots of new followers joining the podcast lately, and I am so beyond grateful for your presence here. Today's episode is one that's close to my heart, and I hope that it has some resonance or insight for you. This will be a really relevant episode if you deal with extreme anxiety or if you struggle with understanding if your guidance is coming from anxious mind or if it's your intuition speaking. I mean, that is the million dollar question, right? How do we differentiate between the voice of fear and anxiety versus the voice of our intuition? I deeply wrestled with this concept as I first started learning about OCD in 2022. I wasn't sure if my gut was telling me to run for the hills or if it was just anxiety and past traumas convincing me that I was going to get hurt. And everything, I mean, everything was highly triggering to me, especially well-meaning statements like listen to your gut, follow your heart, and tune into your intuition. And spoiler alert, my anxiety was in fact running the show and I was not in a place to trust myself. While it's valid to tell someone to trust their gut, if fear has been in the driver's seat for some time, then it's likely the gut will say, run like hell and don't look back. So why were these well-intentioned statements triggering to me? Well, something finally clicked last night when I watched Pauline Timmer on YouTube. She does videos on the fearful avoidant attachment style. I highly recommend her work if you struggle with the fearful avoidant attachment style, also known as disorganized attachment style, which in my opinion, it can be the most confusing, difficult attachment style to heal, but don't get me wrong, they're all extremely difficult to deal with. But I was triggered by trust your gut because I felt like there was an authoritative voice inside of me telling me to do something that I didn't want to do. And that if I didn't follow this specific guidance, I would be wrong for not following it. Like I would be sorry for not listening to that voice. So while on this journey of trying to repair my self-trust, I figured out some ways to know the difference between anxiety and intuition. So know that anxiety demands that you figure something out urgently. If there's a sense that I need to figure this out right this second, tell it to hush if you can and take a back seat because you do have time. Impatience seems to be the mind's way of trying to protect you in a situation where there is not a clear answer. A soul is not in a rush though. Anxiety will scare you into making a decision or taking action immediately. 
Anything that brings certainty and a concrete answer into the mix, because anxiety and fear can't stand swimming in possibility and being in gray areas where there is not a final and clear black and white answer. If your statement begins with what if and spirals into more catastrophic what ifs, then it's likely anxiety. Again, anxiety's main priority is to keep you safe. It believes that if it has every single horrible scenario already figured out ahead of time, then you're less likely to be hurt or suffer in the future. But it fails to realize it is making you suffer now with the incessant worry and negative predictions. Anxiety will be very loud and may evoke a sense of severe fear, panic, or unease. Any kind of emotional distress is anxiety at play. It will feel demanding, authoritative, overpowering, and unloving. Intuition will evoke a sense of calm or peacefulness and be accompanied with a sense of empowerment or a sigh of relief. Intuition is creative. It doesn't seem to play on black or white thinking. Soul knows that there are many different paths to take and an endless array of ways to get you to where you'd like to go. So how do you readily access the wisdom of your inner self? You can start by asking yourself, what does my wisdom say in this situation? What advice would I give to a loved one if they came to me with this situation I am struggling with? Because sometimes it's easier to access compassion and wisdom for others than it is for ourselves. What you would say to a loved one will sound loving and compassionate, not hurtful or shaming. It should feel like your grandma is approaching you with a hot cup of your favorite tea and then proceeds to wrap you in her arms and comfort you with wise words. It's also helpful to ask these two questions. One, what is the highest vision I have for the outcome of this situation? And two, ultimately, what do I want to happen here? This is where you leave out all the shoulds that may come flooding into your mind. Should is an indication it isn't really what you want to do. Remember that all possibilities exist. Do not limit your answers with the voice of fear. Think of the highest possible outcome that feels light and loving. Because creativity is the voice of your inner knowing. You can emotionally tap into the positive outcome that you're hoping for. I should note here that even if there is an action that needs to be taken and it causes you some discomfort while thinking of the action you will take, yet ultimately you feel a sense of freedom, peace, and excitement on the other side of that decision, it is likely soul speaking. Sometimes fear and discomfort are the thresholds we have to cross in order to get to the other side. But have no fear. You have everything within you to do courageous things. For example, maybe you want to go back to school. And it's something you've been wanting to do for a while. But the thought of going back feels like too much to take on. Maybe intuition says to get help by hiring a career counselor because just getting started feels extremely overwhelming. And once you do decide to hire a career counselor and get the ball rolling, you feel really excited and know that it's all going to work out. Sometimes we have to get out of our comfort zone 
to have the experience we want. Intuition is serving you and it gives you the freedom to make the choices you want to make. You are in control. This was also a lesson I learned through angel numbers. And you can check out that episode, which is number two, if that piques your curiosity. Like an angel number, an oracle card, or an intuitive nudge may serve up a message. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to do what you want with that message. It's not do or die. It's not this way or the highway. And lastly, this one is so important. It's simple, but not always easy. One step at a time. Take your time. You don't have to know the next 20 steps to make progress. And I find that intuition gives you one step at a time. And sometimes it makes absolutely zero sense in terms of what you're trying to figure out or where you want to go. But trust it. It could be a small nudge to go read a specific book, go talk to this person, go shopping, Google this specific phrase. Any of these things can bring you to an answer or a step that takes you closer to where you want to go. Think of it as a breadcrumb trail from Seoul. Bit by bit, it all begins to make sense. And there needs to be a deep abiding trust that where you want to go is known by your higher self and that you're already flowing downstream towards it. So here are the five key points from this episode. Number one, anxiety is loud, urgent, and demanding. Intuition is quiet and loving. If there is constant negative chatter in your mind and negative what ifs, it's anxiety. Number two, ask yourself, what would I say to someone I love if they were in my shoes? The wisdom that comes through will feel loving and gentle. Number three, trust. Take small steps even if they make no sense to you. Intuition doesn't always make logical sense. And likely you've been doing this with other things you may not care as much about. Like if you're taking small steps that you want to take, that is likely your soul guiding you. As Bashar says, follow your highest excitement. Remember what you wish to create and what it is you ultimately want to happen. Do not should all over yourself. Number four, slow down. There's no rush unless you're in immediate physical danger. Impatience is a human quality. The divine seemed to be cool with walking with us as we would a new baby who was learning to walk for the first time. There's grace, compassion, patience. Number five, intuition will feel soft, gentle, loving, empowering, relieving, and it tends to be creative. It sees many possibilities of obtaining an outcome for your highest good. As Pauline mentioned in her video, which I deeply resonate with, intuition is here to serve us and it feels loving, not dictatorial or demanding and definitely not authoritative. So I hope that this episode has illustrated some key differentiations between intuition and fear. I get it. It can be really crippling to feel confused about which way your higher self may want to take you. But behind the voice of fear, there is a love and comfort, a deeper understanding and knowing that all is well, no matter which path you take. 
And also I talk about not believing in, in wrong or right decisions in episode five, if you're curious. So please share this episode with a loved one who could benefit from this information. And if you feel inclined, please rate this podcast. I would really, really appreciate it. I have links to my Substack, Etsy, and other work in the show notes. And if you're interested in Pauline Timmer's work, I will leave a link to her YouTube on Fearful Avoided Attachment Style in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for joining me, Outliers. I will see you next week.